<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. Hi there, I'm Lauren McGinwin with teammates Aaliyah Kamalova and Kayleen Holden. Welcome to The Females, a podcast from Career Contessa that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice for women so you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. Hustle harder, good vibes only. Girl, you've got this. Sometimes words of encouragement are not so helpful. Today we're discussing how toxic positivity has fed into a culture of go and the damage it's doing. We'll be sharing two things. What is toxic positivity and the difference between it and positive validation? And two, common signs of toxic positivity at work and how to shut it down. And now this is The Females. According to positive psychology expert and transformational life coach Talia Del Joux, she says, quote, Toxic positivity refers to when we minimize and neglect the entirety of the human experience when it comes to emotions and what we give ourselves permission to feel, end quote. So toxic positivity assumes that having a positive mindset is the only mindset because by ignoring difficult and negative emotions, we think that we'll just be happier. So it's kind of the whole fake it till you make it. And additionally, humans are meant to experience emotions, all of them like sadness, happiness, anger, Etc. So focusing excessively on positivity and, you know, the overgeneralization of happiness is toxic because then we deny ourselves an authentic human experience, like whether that's at work or not. So toxic positivity and living our life with a quote unquote positive vibes only mentality denies us from effectively processing our emotions. And it often leads to invalidation because we try to override or reject existing negative and unpleasant emotions because those are seen as inherently bad. Since these emotions are viewed negatively, we push the positive vibes and happiness, causing an inauthentic human emotional experience. 
Yeah. And another reason why toxic positivity is harmful, according to Talia, is because it sets up happiness and positivity as the main goal. So she says again, quote, when this is the main goal and the pursuit of happiness is the only main goal, we're actually setting ourselves up for disappointment because happiness is not a goal to be achieved. It's not something that we can feel forever. It's a fleeting emotion, end quote. So while toxic positivity causes a slew of issues and expectation hangovers down the road, there is a better option to meet negative emotions with positive validation. So positive validation accepts a person's feelings as they are. And so this acknowledgement leads to acceptance as opposed to toxic positivity, which to rejection, because that basically just says like, no, you don't, you shouldn't feel this way. You should feel positive or you should feel happy, which is a total rejection of how they're feeling. Right. And as Talia explains, quote, we forget that negative emotion serves a very important role in problem solving and in feeling whole and human. We can't go without acknowledging our pain. We can't go living in this all or nothing or black and white. It just doesn't work. It's just unrealistic expectations, which I feel like we've talked a lot about on the show in previous episodes where there's not so much like I feel like there's not so much of a work life balance now. I think people are more accepting of like this is your life and like work is just an aspect of it, but it's not who you are entirely. So the way you behave isn't going to be like, oh, I need to put on this hustle, toxic positivity mentality when I like go into work and it has to be all positive and all good. And I'm totally fine. I almost think those people annoy other people, right? If you're the person where it's always good. I don't know. I, I find I'm thinking of like office experiences specifically too. It, it's, it's not that you need the person to always be having a bad day, but almost just be like more like the human side of things. Like what Talia is saying is that this is a human emotion and letting it be acceptable for you to not have these good vibes all the time, if that makes sense. I think it's a form of gaslighting too, where, for example, if you recognize an inequality in your workplace and you're like, this really does not make me feel good, or I think this is unfair for a multitude of reasons. And someone's like, no, come on, just just be happy or like just work harder and you'll get that promotion mm -hmm. or whatever. And you realize people that look like you don't get promotions at your company. That's like a way of just being like, oh, sweep it under the rug. Like you're you're being crazy for thinking yeah. that. So I think it's a huge gaslighting thing. Self-directed toxic positivity. And I think I know I'm very guilty of that. And that's often comes along with the, you know, like it, it could always be worse or like, you know, snap out of it or like it's everything's fine, like to kind of bring yourself back down to earth. So it's something that definitely like just like bleeds in, even if you don't consider yourself a like positive vibes only type of person. I think it definitely bleeds into everything. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, where's the line between like practicing gratitude and then always being like things have to be good? I think that is a really tough line to cross because people say like, oh, it's important to practice gratitude and remind yourself all the things that you're grateful for. But then sometimes when you're having a bad day or whatever, like when someone tells you, oh, just think about all these good things, it feels it feels like an attack. But you. that's why I really like that she brings up positive validation instead, because as someone who likes a lot of positive validation, it, it's the person who, for example, 
I used to work in a customer service job. And one of the things they would tell us in training is they would say, okay, first acknowledge the person's feelings. So for example, like, I don't know if you're having like a tech issue, you'd be like, wow, that is really annoying. I'm really sorry you've had to deal with this. I'm really sorry that you haven't been able to register very quickly. First acknowledging like the this negative thing that's happened to them and then go into fixing the problem. And I think that's interesting because they'll like teach that and, you know, or that was like part of our training. And basically what she's saying is positive validation is that right. Instead of saying like good vibes only, or you sound really anxious about that. I hope that you can take some time to sit, you know, for 30 minutes with your thoughts today and kind of come up with a game plan. Cause I know that will make you feel better, right? Like that feels so much better than the person who's like, but you're so lucky to have this job. Why would you feel anxious about anything? <laughs> you know, like to your point, Elia, this is also basically gaslighting. <laughs> and I know these terms are probably like people are like, I need a dictionary for all these new common terms. But I think that's why we're covering this because we're seeing a lot of this right now, especially in the COVID Instagram, social media, just this like hustle harder. You're so lucky. And then like, if you do have a complaint at all, almost like, feeling guilty or, or being shamed for having a complaint. So I don't know. I want to, I want to validate everyone's feelings right now because none of us are living in a regular world. <laughs> I think everyone's like in some form of grieving right now. Like, I feel like that is such a true statement. So it's crazy to like dismiss people's feelings because everyone's processing it completely differently right now. So up next, we're going to share some of the common signs of toxic positivity at work and how to shut them down because toxic positivity in your personal life, you might recognize it a little bit earlier than you do at work. And I think also people always feel a little hesitant about how to speak up at work. So we'll be covering that next. Let's take a quick break to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Usual Wines. If you've been listening to the females for the last 35 weeks or so, you might already know that I am currently not indulging in wine because I'm pregnant and I'm looking forward to my first post-baby glass already, and it's going to be from Usual Wines. After a long day of quote-unquote hustling harder and those positive vibes only, you might want to unwind with a glass of wine or maybe a slightly bigger than usual glass of wine. No judgment here. Usual wine has the solution for the modern post-work glass of wine. Each quote unquote bottle of usual wine is 6.3 ounces, which means you can have one heavy glass of wine without having to worry about wasting the remainder of the bottle. That's right. No more flat bubbles or stale rosé. The wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. So you never have to worry about the sugar induced wine headache the next day either. But you might be wondering, don't grapes contain sugar? What's up with that? Well, all usual wines are produced using natural, sustainable grapes harvested every fall. These grapes are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. All that's left over is the most delicious, cleanest wine. Usual Wines uses a process of fermentation that isn't finished until no more sugars are in the wine. This really ensures that the wines are as dry as possible and lower in calories. So for all those of you who are wondering, how can I find a dry wine that's low in calories and I don't have to worry about the sugar? This is your absolute solution. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have Usual Spritz, a low-alcohol, low-calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice, which 
man, that sounds delicious. So go check out their website. It's www.usualwines.com and then use my discount code females, F-E-M-A-I-L-S for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Also have a glass for me, please. All right, now let's get back to the show. Okay. So sign number one of toxic positivity at work is masking your feelings. So think of it this way. Let's use an example. Do you ever find yourself saying it's fine? No, really? It's all good in the workplace, right? When something is totally not good. (laughs) So this could be a sign of Kayleen talked about this earlier, but self-directed toxic behavior, which is covering up your true feelings instead of expressing how you feel, which can make matters worse. So (laughs) You got to start by being honest, which is that every situation isn't going to be great, right? Work is called work for a reason. We've said that on this show too. There will be plenty of times when it's challenging or you're faced with a difficult situation and grinning and burying it will only leave you stressed out and overwhelmed. So you know, I can speak from my own personal experience. I love my job. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I have days where I have to step away because it's just like it's overwhelming or I just need a break. But at the same time, I can kind of self-direct toxic positivity in the sense of like, we are so lucky you have a job right now. You're so lucky you like your job. So how do you shut down this form of toxic positivity? You have to start by expressing yourself. Get it all out, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're not doing yourself or anyone else for that matter any favors by hiding what you really feel. By giving yourself permission to feel and and talk about it, you're also giving others permission to bring their authentic selves to work, which is something I think is really important, especially if you're a leader right now, like being really authentic about like, I'm having a bad day or this is really annoying me. I don't know. I just think this has kind of never been more important to be able to see other people also expressing because it really does give permission to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think also it doesn't even have to be when you get it all out. It doesn't have to be in front of others. It could be like in the form of like just journaling in the morning or whatever, just to like a pure expression of like, here's an unfiltered how I'm feeling right now. And I think like journaling is a great way to do that because no one's going to read that but you and you can just complain all you want and get it all out of your system, you know, until you truly feel better. As there, you can do what I do to Kayleen, which I, I slack her and I'll be like, <laughs> okay, I need a vent <laughs> and I'll just, and I write it out like that. And it's usually about something really silly. I do like morning pages or I try to just to document like this whole pandemic, but also just like as a form of expression. And the other day I was like, I'm going to write without caring about my handwriting. And I just wrote absolutely like physically <laughs> just unrestrained. And it was so crazy that I actually felt a relief from just, I was like, wow, even when I write, I try to make it look neat. And just because I prefer aesthetically pleasing, like organizational stuff, (laughs) but I was just wrote just, I was like, you know, I don't care. I I don't even care to read this back. I'm just going to write whatever. And it genuinely made me feel better. So I don't know if that's sad or good, but I highly recommend trying that. (laughs) I relate to that so much. When I was like in middle school and taking handwritten notes, sometimes I would start a page over if my notes didn't look pretty enough. (laughs) So whatever it says about you, Aaliyah, I'm I'm right there with you. Remember, Kayleen, the other day when you told me I am a label maker type person? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, whether or not you have one, you are a label maker. I mean, And I I own it. Okay, so another common sign for toxic positivity is feeling guilty for negative emotions. So 
basically toxic positivity can manifest itself as guilt. You may think you have no right to feel negatively in a situation because everything else in your life is so good and perfect. So that kind of toxic behavior invalidates your feelings and stacks another negative emotion on top of what you're already experiencing. So you're just compounding these negative emotions. So in order to combat this, first, understand that your feelings are valid. So just because everything else at work is going great doesn't mean you don't have the right to feel overwhelmed or anxious about a current project or upcoming meeting. And I feel like especially during the pandemic where you almost forget if you're still working from home, you forget that there's like a pandemic going on in the world that you haven't really interacted with people in like in a year, you know, and then you're like, why am I feeling stressed? You know, I have a job still or whatever. It's like, oh, you haven't had a normal life in a year. But this goes both ways too. So if a coworker approaches you and expresses how they feel, don't say things like, it's fine. Your job is so easy or no one likes a negative Nancy. Validate their feelings. So it's best not to tell people how they should or should not feel, especially at work. And validations of their feelings will signal to them that you're someone they can talk to you about their problems and create space to remove any guilt that they may have already been experiencing. Being an ear for someone and not trying to fix their emotions because also that's not going to help you at all. Like (laughs) if you're trying to tell them this isn't how you should feel. Yeah. Listening is one of those skills. You guys know we've covered this on the show too, but it bears repeating. Being a good listener is really, really hard for people. I think it's always coming from a a good place. People want to help. They want to fix it. Like the, the irony of toxic positivity is that it's actually probably coming from a really good place and the person doesn't even know they're doing it. So, you know, you can also be a little gentle with the person if they're doing this and just say, hey, I really appreciate that you are really positive and trying to build me up. I am just like not quite there. If you, if you know, if I could just like vent or if you'll just listen to this, I think that'd be really helpful. And I think you start to learn also who are those people you can go to and do that with. And for managers out there, I think creating a culture where you talk about this openly, like what is toxic positivity versus positive validation? I think that would help a lot because I, I feel like you, you have to give people also the tools to be able to do this well. Yeah, I think if someone is venting to you or expressing some sort of frustration and you don't know how to help them, just ask them. Just say like, oh, I'm sorry, like validate their feelings. Like it's a bummer that this happened. Can I help in any way or how can I help? I don't know. Sometimes they might be like, oh, that was it. I just needed to vent. Or it might be like, yeah, can you help me with this project or whatever and see what you can do within your means to help them. Or they might even say like, what would you do? It's just kind of like opening that door of like, what what do you want out of this conversation rather than being like, okay, well, mm-hmm. here's like a response where I'm going to relate this to something in my life. And then I'm going to go off on this whole other tangent. And you're like, wait, yeah. what? like yeah. <laughs> now I have to sit here and listen to, to your story. I'm like, now I'm more stressed because I'm taking on your stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah I think it's almost <laughs> like taking the therapist approach where it's like asking questions. And then like, you know, when, when they want you to interject, then just be open to that and also be open to like not offering any solutions, but just listening. I feel like that's the worst when you're sharing like something bad that happened to you. And then the person absolutely just takes it into their own. And they're like, yeah, that's exactly like when my pet fish died or something. And it's just like, okay. And then it's 10 minutes later. And you're like, <laughs> I feel worse. I want to take a quick break to talk about your teeth. That's right. We are so thankful to have snow sponsoring this episode of the females. 
No, not the snow you have to shovel your car out of. This is much, much better. Whether you're on your Zoom calls with an important client or attending a FaceTime happy hour with your best friends, you probably want to look your best, even if you're wearing sweatpants below the waist. I mean, we all are. We know it. So don't even worry about that. Well, I recently discovered snow teeth whitening, and I'm so grateful. Snow whitens teeth in only nine minutes a day. Not only that, but you'll actually start to see real results within three days. So if you have an important video call on Friday, you've got time to prep your dazzling smile right now. Over 500,000 happy customers trust Snow, including Rob Gronowski. My guess is that he has a lot to smile about these days after winning the Super Bowl. Snow put over $1.4 million into research and development to create the strongest teeth whitening kit out there, but there's more. Even if you have sensitive teeth, you're set with snow. It's designed to be completely pain-free for people who have had to forego teeth whitening in the past. The teeth whitening kit comes with a six-month supply, so whenever your teeth need a little touch-up, you're good to go with snow. Increase your confidence with the widest smile. Also, use that confidence to ask for that raise, nail your pitch, or deliver your next presentation with ease. Go to trysnow.com and use my code FEMALES for 15% off your first order. That's trysnow.com using the code FEMALES, F-E-M-A-I-L-S for 15% off your first order. All right, now let's get back to the show. Okay, and our last common sign of toxic positivity is minimizing experiences with a quote-unquote good vibes only statement. So picture this, you walk out of a presentation that was a total disaster. You know it, everyone there knows it. But shortly after, your coworker, who is also in the meeting, approaches you and says, listen, it wasn't that bad. I'm sure other people have bombed way worse. So while this is pretty well-intentioned, these statements deprive the presenter of freely feeling their emotions. Minimizing negative experiences prevents us from emoting, which leads to avoidance of feelings. When we can't express ourselves, it causes stress, and in situations like this, shame. Shame is uncomfortable. It can lead you to feel like you're not good enough or capable of doing your job. Combat this type of toxic positivity by dealing with it head on. Acknowledge your failures and shortcomings, learn from them, and move on. There's no need to dwell on the negative, but you do need to confront it. Remember, the best way to foster a positive environment in the workplace is to hold space for everyone, including yourself, to freely express themselves. The cure for shame is self-love. Like that is the farthest from what you want to do when you feel ashamed that you did something or embarrassed yourself. Like that is the opposite to just hold yourself up in some sort of way. When you're yeah on the outside of that and you're someone else who's trying to support someone, it can feel good to say like, oh, it wasn't that bad or whatever. But just validating it in a way that's not saying like, oh yeah, that was really bad. Like you know, you don't need to like make it bigger than it was or like, God, you must be really embarrassed. Yeah, it's like adding insult to injury. It's like when they already know it's bad, you don't have to quite exaggerate, but you also don't want to minimize it and pretend like it didn't happen because they know it happened. You know, it happened. And guess what? Everyone in the room knows it happened. This reminds me of an episode we did a while ago with Christine Hassler when she talks about how to basically silence your inner critic. Because I think shame and inner critics and what we talked about a little bit earlier, which was the self-directed toxic behavior is that this is, or at least in my own life, I see this kind of stuff as being like, there's a trigger and then you fall into this routine. And so I think it's important too, if you start to notice 
this happens with yourself and you kind of go into shame and um, this inner critic one, listen to the episode, but two, you really want to pay attention to that and create a new pattern for yourself. Because I agree with Aaliyah, like shame is, you know, it really, it really doesn't help in any way. And it's going to cause more harm than probably good. I do think that part of that is just like kind of putting a new pattern in place for how your brain and how your emotions approach this. I have a friend with a a two-year-old and it's interesting because, you know, he'll be like freaking out and she'll say, I need you to tell me what you need or use your words to describe how you feel. And it's really interesting how she'll like tell this to a two-year-old. And I'm like, (laughs) we should be telling that to adults, (laughs) you know, like, like sometimes it's really helpful to deal with something head on and start by labeling the emotion, owning the emotion and notice that none of that in the pattern was like, oh, go and just like rip yourself apart with shame and guilt, you know? So, but yes, I agree. I think the best way to foster a positive environment and to have it be genuine positive versus toxic positivity in the workplace is a whole space for everyone, including yourself, especially if you're a leader and a manager to freely express themselves and find some creative ways to to do that. This is a great time to do that too and start practicing it when we are back in workplaces or just interacting with humans again. Like I said, these are tools that people have to build up. I want to take a quick break to talk about Zen Fuel. Working from home has so many perks, but one weird downside is that it can be hard to dial it down, unwind, and actually fall asleep at the end of the workday. That's where our amazing sponsor, ZenFuel, comes into play. ZenFuel is a holistic wellness brand on a mission to make healthy living simple. ZenFuel's products are made from ethically sourced, all-natural ingredients. Their ingredients contain zero additives, and ZenFuel's founder, traveled the world to source the most potent ingredients to ensure that each supplement is packed with ingredients that actually do what they say they're going to do all without the fluff. So when I could not turn my brain off when bedtime rolled around, as you guys know, I've talked about that on the show a lot. I found Zen Fuel's 100% natural sleep supplement, Zen Sono. Zen Sono not only helps me to relax and fall asleep, but it actually optimizes my sleep cycle to improve the quality of my sleep. Typically, I take Zen Sono an hour before bed, then curl up with a good book or a relaxing podcast before dozing off. Here's the coolest part. There are no chemicals in this sleep supplement, so I wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Zen Fuel is also well known for their chill pill, or what they like to call the Zen Chill. This stress relief supplement is high on my list to start next as I'm sensing some stress in my future. Okay, I lied earlier. Actually, the coolest and best part is that ZenFuel is giving you 25% off your purchase when you use the code FEMALES at checkout. Just go to ZenFuel.com. That's Z-E-N-F-U-E-L.com and use the code FEMALES, F-E-M-A-I-L-S for 25% off today. Okay, one more time. That's ZenFuel, Z-E-N-F-U-E-L.com and use the code FEMALES for 25% off your first purchase. All right, now let's get back to the show. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Females. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review. They really help our show ratings and that means the females will get recommended more often to new listeners. One area of work that is challenging for all of us and can quickly fall victim to toxic positivity is giving and receiving feedback. 
To help with this important skill, we created an online course called Critique Crash Course that will teach you how to give feedback that leaves people inspired and not irritated. We link to that in the show notes. And last but definitely not least, don't forget we have a very cool giveaway happening only for our females listeners. The giveaway is the ultimate gift bag with over 15 career building goodies from female owned small businesses for a total value of over $800. Some of the items include a Hudson and Bleeger garment bag, a Pixie Mood work tote, and Stephanie O'Connell statement cards. What's even cooler is that some of these items are sold out, so you can only get them by winning this gift bag. To enter, leave a written review on Apple Podcasts about why you listen to the females, or even something new you learned from this episode. Make sure to leave either your Instagram handle at the end or your email address so that we have some way to contact you if you win. This giveaway runs through February 28th, 2021.